and welcome to the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com, and this is going to be um, taking a walk around Waikoloa Beach Resort, a couple of things going on there, so kind of weaving in updates about what's going on at the golf course while being at the Dennis Rose Invitational, which is hosted by the University of Hawaii Hilo Vulcans women's golf team. So um, sharing just some activities that are going on and uh, it's kind of a, an overview of uh, things going on at Waikoloa Beach Resort, a very busy place these days. So I'm out at uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort and this is going to be a show that's all about Waikoloa Beach Resort because there's so many wonderful things going on here in the last, well, all the time. But right now it's the uh, Dennis Rose Intercollegiate out at the Kings Course. And uh, I'm with the, some of the players from the University of Hawaii Hilo team. And last year they were tied for as winners, right? Mm-hmm. Had a great team. But you've got most of your seniors. You lost your seniors mm-hmm. last, right? Lost so talking with Andy Agawa. Mm-hmm. And also her, her mom and dad happened to be here, too. I ran into <laughs> them in the parking lot. So Darren and... And uh, Lori, so tell me a little bit about the week. Uh, this is an annual event. Mm-hmm. It's a Division Two. Mm-hmm. You host it. So yeah. you guys have wear a lot of hats, not just mm-hmm. as team players, but you're hosts of all the teams that come to play. And mm-hmm. it's considered one of the, the, the finer events that teams get to get invited yeah. to, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you do wear more hats than just being playing for the team. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about it. It was a uh, two-day tournament, 36 holes uh, the first day and, and uh, 18 the second. And talk a little bit about first First of all, uh, the team play. How the, the team, team felt this week? Uh, this week we felt like confident going in. You know, we all practiced really hard for this. And the first day, the 36 holes, uh, first round was was okay. And then second round, we really came back with better scores, 370s and 180, I think. And you had a very windy day. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Practice rounds were very windy. Everyone was kind of scared because... That's not usually what we're even used to. So it was kind of good that, you know, it kind of died down. And only today it sort of picked up, but nothing like it was during practice rounds. So what year are you, Andy? Agawa? I'm a junior. You're a junior. Yeah. Okay, I've been watching you for quite a while. Oh. I didn't realize that I didn't make the connection that uh-huh. you're the parents. So talk a little bit about you. So you must have played with the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association yeah. growing mm-hmm. up with it in the Big Island Junior mm-hmm. Golf Program, mm-hmm. sponsored by Mitsubishi, yeah. right, uh, from the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai. And just talk about, I mean, I was a junior golfer. I know my mom that you know drove me everywhere and there were volunteers all the time that were there and that doesn't end with high school it goes on to college too so talk a little bit about just being the the, the parents of a junior golfer now a college golfer playing on the University of Hawaii Hilo it, team it's been fun you know it's been an, a wonderful experience for Andy and for us you know it's a learning experience for us but also for for Andy and the rest of our team I mean just or even other participants in the junior golf program it really helps them get acclimated to not only learning the game, but also learning how to play with other players that you've never played with and also play in, in competition. And so um, thanks to the Big Island Junior Golf and Hawaii State Junior Golf, you know, they, they do all of this for the kids, and it's, that's what's so amazing about it. So Lori and Andy and, and Darren, I think I've been watching you for years, like over down at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship when all of you would come after the tournament. At, at Manalani Resort for the junior golfers, but I just can't believe you're a junior in college already. It's gone by so fast. So, uh, Lori, as a mom of a junior golfer, some comments. <laughs> a college golfer now. How exciting. I know. It's been really 
tiring, and but it's been a lot of fun watching her grow from her game from a junior golfer to now a collegiate player. And then, you know, with all the support we had from the beginning of the years, um, from when she was a junior golfer to now at the university, it's been great. Well, I think what people don't realize, I was thinking about it yesterday when I was watching the players come up and they had played 36 holes, and I thought, wow, they probably got to go back to their where they're staying this this weekend. And number one, you're the host, hostesses of the other mm-hmm. teams, mm-hmm. but you probably got studies to take care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people forget with athletics that your your, your academics are, are probably more important. Right. right. And trying Definitely. to maintain both of it, and practice and travel mm-hmm. and play in the meets, and, uh, you know, has it, has it tested you to a place that you are pleased to see where you're able to uh, handle yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because, like, I mean, just going to college itself is is tough, but having to balance, you know, golf and school and doing tests on the road, it's pretty difficult to do that. Well, it's admirable to watch you, and the parents, too, you know, and the volunteers. And Keely, Keely, uh, one of the other, one of her teammates, uh, Keely, Kitamara and Mariah, is it Paste? Paste? Paiste. And uh, teammates, and you're a freshman, right? Yeah. Keely? So, and with Andy being a junior, does it help to have you know some upperclassmates? Because all the seniors graduated from yeah. last year. Yeah, it really does help because she gives good advice and she helps guide us to shooting better and just being better. And what year are you, Mariah? Um, I'm a fourth year student, third okay. year eligibility. So you've learned some things over the few years, yeah. huh? What do you know today that you didn't know about a college go three years ago? Um, well, you have to leave your bad shots behind you, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, we all have our bad days, and you, you can't play perfect golf all the time. Yeah. And where did you go to high school? Waimea High. Waimea, okay. From so Kauai. you're over in uh, Kauai. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, let's see, you had a great round today. You improved by, you know, or maybe maybe you were probably thinking you didn't have such a good round yesterday, huh? Or I actually did better yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I had a lot of trouble today with the. Oh, it was bunkers. your second round yesterday where yeah, you had I such did. a good round? Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Okay, and uh, Annie, Keely's mom. So it's uh, Keely Kitamura and Mariah Piaste. 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 And your your teammates Erin Costas, right? Yes. And is she is she from Hawaii? She's from California. Okay, so you've got a pretty eclectic group on the team. <laughs> and uh, Annie, as a so Keely, you went to Waikia, yes. and that wasn't uh, who's the coach over there? Okay, and that was where um, uh, what's his name uh, Hardy? What's his name? Lee Hardy they had so many for the the boys team, right? And so your coach was who in high school? Sandra Goodell. Sandra Goodell. Okay, so you've grown up being a, the parent of a junior golfer. I was a junior golfer. I know how dedicated my mom was to get me to events and volunteers and everything. And, and you know, now moving into the college, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of demands on a whole family, isn't it? It's fun, though. It's yeah. worth it. And what a treat it is when your parents can be at a tournament, isn't it? I, I just always loved it when my mom would drive me to a tournament and be able to watch. So a little bit about what you've seen that's different in college golf from high school golf. Mm, the caliber of players is much higher, and um, I like that the kids get to travel. They get to see the world. 
That's pretty special, for sure. And when you talk about the caliber of players, I just, you know, watching people coming up on the 18th and seeing the quality of shots coming into the green, it's, it is a lot different than high school. And uh, so has it been a good, what, uh, three days? Because you were here practice rounds and your hostesses, you, you're hosting the University of Hawaii. Hilo is the host, host team for this event every year. And uh, that, there's some responsibility with that as well. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of work we have to do on and off the course to get ready for this tournament. Plus, you have to study, as we were saying with, with Andy. People always forget that, that you still got your schoolwork to do. Well, great. Thanks for talking with me. Uh, the few minutes, there's going to be some ceremonies, and uh, all the teams will be here, and uh, some awards. Uh, last year, the University of Hawaii at Hilo tied for first place. So you guys have some uh, goals to reach over the next couple of years. But you're, you know, with a, you've got a few years yet, right? And that was kind of a nice way for those seniors to leave last year, wasn't it? For sure. So did so did you would you have played with them as a as a upcoming freshman with any of those seniors or um, no no okay so this was definitely your first year all all new for you at this yeah. okay that's uh, Keely Kitamura that we're talking with and it's the Dennis Rose Intercollegiate at the Kings Course out at the Waikoloa Beach Resort on the beautiful Kohala Coast and just glad you guys had such a beautiful day today and there's Dad hey Dad <laughs> how about was it fun to watch did oh, you yeah. walk did you all walk yeah. up. Yeah. You watched? Yeah. What's your first name? Tracy. Tracy. Okay, so that's Keely's dad. It's nice to see the parents out here taking the the couple days off to come out and watch, right, and be supportive. That's University of Hawaii's always had a strong volunteer corps and parents that are really supportive, so that's fun to see out here at the Dennis Rose Intercollegiate. So I'm uh, in the golf shop. <laughs> golf shop at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Beautiful golf shop. I'll tell you, it looks great in here. Who's responsible for making this place look so good? Who's, who's, who, who makes this golf shop look so nice? <laughs> Combination of everybody, but Jaylene, our merchandise uh, buyer, she's the real mastermind behind how everything's set up, and so she has a great selection in here. And I think it's important to make note that the Waikoloa Beach Resort, Kings and Beach Course Clubhouse, is, and the golf shop is the only place to pick up logo wear. The Waikoloa logo wear. Correct, yeah. We, we have all the rights to the actual Waikoloa logo, so the only way you can get that specific logo is coming to the golf shop. And we got uh, various types of shirts and shorts and a uh, bunch of other things that have the logo on them. So you don't have to buy a shirt to get the logo. You can get it on um, ball markers or even some cups we got them on. So. And pretty stylish attire i gotta say you know you guys really stay up with the attire i'm just looking here i hadn't seen this before that's i mean it's it's wonderful to see what's happening with uh women's clothing and men's but the women's how how stylish it is and fun i was just looking at the golf shoes and and uh taking a look really kind of neat so it's jordan rop we were just talking with and jordan is the assistant pro out here at waikoloa beach resort and we're kind of all things waikoloa this morning on the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com. Talk a little bit about the, the Dennis Rose Invitational. This is the ladies, University of Hawaii, Hilo, yep. Vulcans. Uh, host team. It's their, they're the host team, so they wear a lot of hats this week, not just their academics and playing golf, but they have a lot of duties as the host team to make right. sure everybody has a good time. And, yeah. And yeah. the teams that have come from across the country and been invited. It's always a mm-hmm. coveted invite for teams on uh, the mainland to get. Oh, yeah, to get out here to Hawaii. It's, it's uh, good time when they come out and um you know i'm i'm surprised at the caliber of play each year 
I only watched for about an hour yesterday out on the 18th yeah. hole, but I was amazed at how many how many of the players hit the par. That's a par four, right? Par five. Par, par five. five. Okay, yeah. but how many of them hit from pretty pretty into deep. the green and yeah. that pretty deep? Yeah. I was astounded at it. And then when they didn't, the short games. Yes, their short game is fantastic. That's the part um, that I noticed. Yeah. I was really inspired. Like you, you know, you, that's kind of where it separates people, doesn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. That the, to get to that next level, you got to have the proper short game. And that's not just in a collegiate level, mm-hmm. but that's happening down at junior golf level and every level. Mm-hmm. But certainly, you see it on the Champions Tour and the PGA Tour. Yeah. That short game is the, the deciding factor. Oh, so yeah. often, be able to save those pars yeah. and keep from getting those bogeys. Or... So Jordan, last time you and I talked for the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN. Hawaii.com. You were in the uh, PGA Apprentice Program out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort, yep. and it seemed to fit your your life situation. You know, yep. living on the marrying somebody from the Big Island, and and your degree in college was uh, remind me I never fit Ex- in earlier. exercise and sports science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it fit when this was opened up, and and yeah. Kevin invited Kevin Ganosa, the director of golf, invited you to be in the apprentice program and thought it would be a good fit. Now it's, how long has it been now? Um, so now I've, I've just, I'm past the halfway point. I've gotten, uh, like I said before, there's three different sections. I'm, I just tested out on the second session and passed. So now I go to my final section and uh, hopefully I can get done by March or April of next year. And what do you know about the whole program now that you didn't know before? You know, the, the, the just the, it's a pretty laborious program. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, but certainly one that's gotta be satisfying as you move through these different stages. Yeah, um, again, it's, yeah, it's it's almost like a mini business school crammed in, well, not necessarily crammed, because you do a lot of work outside of going to Florida for the seminars. Uh, but the way they used to do it compared to what they do now is um, a little easier in the sense where before you'd have to fly out to Florida on your own dime and take the tests out there. And if you didn't pass, you fly back home, you got to do it all over again. Where now they fly out to Florida first, you go through seminars, you go through training with uh, some master professionals over there, great teachers. Then you come back and do your work experience at the golf course that you're employed at. And then you take the test in your hometown or whatever is oh, closest. Okay. So it's a little less um, nerve-wracking on the students. Than so before. is that administered by the Aloha Section PGA the, the, when uh, you take the test in your hometown? No, it's, it's, it's administered by the PGA. They use of a, America. Yeah, PGA of America. Yeah. They use a, um, a certain testing site, PSI. And they have various testing okay. sites on the on the and island. Just to clarify to our listeners, uh, the PGA of America, there's probably what twenty eight to thirty thousand uh, club pros throughout yep. the country, yep. and the PGA of America is separate from the PGA Tour. At one That's time, correct. they used to be one and the same, mm-hmm. but go back to I think around the seventies or something. Yep. Dean Beeman, who is the tour commissioner, or, or no, I think he was the commissioner of the PGA of America or something. But Arnold Palmer was instrumental in getting that separation, right, right. getting the PGA Tour. A lot of those lessons have been. Them, we've been reminded of them a lot with the passing of Arnold Palmer and yes. how much he had to do yes. with the whole state of golf. Oh, yeah. Where the, the state of golf a is from TV to the mm-hmm. PGA Tour and everything. So uh, the other day, um, Waikoloa Beach Resort at the uh, uh, Waikoloa Beach and Kings course, you hosted the uh, Aloha Section PGA, I think it was. It was their rules seminar. Yeah, so it's through the HS Hawaii State Golfers Association, okay. but it was for the Aloha section. And you didn't have to be a PGA professional to attend. You could be a an amateur and attend. There was actually um, half the half the group was probably made up of um, local 
uh, club presidents or you know club members who just wanted to refresh on rules, get a little deeper understanding, and then the other half was uh, PGA professionals who they get um, credits towards it, so it benefits them, but then also they get a refresher of, of the rules. And, and for me, when I happened to walk by and see who was at the seminar, mm. I knew probably half the people yeah, that were there and stuff. A lot but of, like say, but what I course. really know, like Dean um, uh, from uh, Mauna Kea, the golfer, Dean Ott, or uh, Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Ott, yes. Uh, yeah. But also, a lot of those other people, are they're volunteers who work with organizations like Hawaii State Junior Golf Association, right. or yep. maybe they're volunteers with, with the University of Hawaii at Hilo as volunteers, mm-hmm. or whatever capacity, uh, whether they're on the rules or whatever. It's people that really know the there's an advantage, and they can be helpful if they do become rules, chair, right. rules committee people. Yeah. Because yeah. it takes a certain kind of personality to want to learn those rules rules and to yeah. be a, and then and not an ambassador but the the one who makes those decisions yeah. when it comes time to and, be the lead you know yeah. that's not just in junior golf and college golf it's at every level i mean at the in the pga tour that's why those rules guys are out there because there's so many rules right. and they're so definitive and can be interpreted so many ways yeah and that's what they're there to do and learn so what did you tell me a little bit about the rules clinic what you found out and learned and Learned that you didn't know before you took the rules <laughs> clinic about the overall monumental uh, amount of knowledge there is to know. But oh, how, yeah. you know, you can make the rules work for you. I think the classic case is uh, Tiger Woods when he had a boulder moved. I think it was the Phoenix Open many years yeah, ago. Right. It was a huge Movable boulder. And yep. he had about six guys move the, the <laughs> they changed the rule after yeah, that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> because he knew the rules no, enough to know that he was allowed to move that boulder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, If you, you, there's definitely some rules out there that if you understand them correctly, you can use them to your advantage and, and kind of gain an upper uh-huh. hand on your if you're in a bad situation so your overview a little bit of the the seminar yeah so we we basically went um we covered a lot of different areas um i mean we went over the basics of of the hazards uh, how to properly drop out of certain hazards you know water lateral um what you can and cannot do in a bunker situation where if you have to redrop or anything like that uh, and we actually went out on the course and did a little bit of that hands-on demonstration too which is really fun uh, but a couple of things that I didn't know about that were kind of interesting is uh, one of them was if there is a liquid feces, in a sense, from an animal and your ball is in it, that's considered a casual water. You get a free drop out of that. Okay. Or even if your ball, even if it's in front of your ball, say on the putting green, it's casual water, you get, you get relief from that. And it's kind of a situation you wouldn't even think about having no. it come up. But those, that, there's, yeah. those, that's what makes the rule book so thick and the interpretation book so thick. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy rule that they brought up and nobody knew about it. Nobody even, and But it actually kind of sparked curiosity because that situation can happen on Hawaii when you got a lot of different types goats of birds and, and birds goats and, and stuff. So it's... It was an interesting rule I didn't know about, and, uh-huh. and everybody okay. enjoyed. Um, it's Jordan Rapp we're talking with. Jordan is an assistant pro out here at the Waikoloa Beach Resort, King's Course. Uh-huh. that appropriate yep. title? Yeah, there yep. you go. Okay. And then uh, another one would be uh, on Kauai, there's a lot of local um, uh, chickens that, that wander around the uh, Wailua course. Okay. And what's causing a problem over there is that they're, making, they're burrowing into the ground, making these deep holes. So there is the there is the rule about the burrowing animal. You get relief from you know a hole created by a burrowing animal, but in this case the chicken is not uh, recognized as a burrowing animal, so you do not get relief about that. 
According to the USGA rule. According to the USGA book. rule. Okay. And actually, um, Mary B., who's... Um, Mary B. Porter King, who's mm -hmm. the founder of the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association, played on the, the LPGA Tour. Yep, yeah, big and ambassador. Worked, and very, very involved in the USGA yes, rules. Yes, yeah, and so she actually has gone to the USGA multiple times trying to get a local rule in place to where they can get relief because they hold various junior tournaments on that course. Wow. And so, it can be damaging huh. to the player and the and the clubs that they use if they try to hit out of them or, sure. you know. But uh, but they haven't been able to get that approved. And so while you were saying that, I just assumed that would become a local rule that, you know, just be a local rule. So a local rule actually has to come through the USGA. I believe they have to, they have to get it approved, yes. Wow, and that's Mary really has, interesting. Yeah, they haven't been able to get it approved yet to where they can consider that as a... As and a, how has that been played? Has the situation come up yet that somebody's ball has gone into a burrow oh, yeah. hole? And how did they play it? They they can either try to go ahead and, and hit or it play or unplayable. they play unplayable. Isn't so they that lose interesting? Yeah, lose a stroke to get out of the hole. But. Yeah, it just goes to show how the rules come about. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, my last one that I that I didn't know about personally was um, if you're going to mark your ball, you drop your marker, hit your ball, your ball moves, you're penalized. But if you go to pick up your marker and you tap your ball and it moves, you're not penalized. If you were to drop something above the top, the top height of the ball, okay. and it caused it to move, you're going to be penalized for causing the ball to move. Say you bend over yeah. to mark your ball, tease or something comes out of your pocket, hits your ball, moves, you're penalized, wow. even when you place your marker down. And I can see how that could happen. Your right. hat fall off yeah, or something? Yeah, your hat. Yeah, even if you let go of your putter, sure. hit your ball, you're penalized. Okay. But if you, if it's from below the top of the, the ball like picking up your marker and you cause it to move, you're not penalized. Okay. And what if you're picking up your marker and your hat falls or something and you... Then if it moves, then yeah, you're penalized. Because it's the top of the ball. Because above it's the... above the, the top of the ball. interesting. So that's one that I was like, well, I'm going to quit holding stuff in my pockets, you know, <laughs> lose stuff in my pockets to where if it falls out. Yeah, but, when you're pulling out your marker. Yeah, exactly, especially when you're that's pulling... That's a good that's point. That's what they're right. Pulling out your marker, okay. some loose change, some T's come sure. out, hit your ball. Any number of things. <laughs> Isn't bad. that interesting? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, we just Jim Demello is uh, heading out. Jim is the coach of the University of Hawaii Hilo Women's. Yep. And they've been here at Waikoloa Beach Resort, where we are at the Kingsman Beach Course, playing in the Dennis Rose Invitational, which is some colleges from across the country. And we're talking in the meantime with Jordan Ropp, who was at the the rules clinic that was held by the Aloha Section PGA of recent. And again, it's not just for the golf pros, it's for people that work as volunteers. And mm -hmm. I mean, Hawaii has so many events and particularly you oh, yeah. have so many events here in the, at yep. the Waikoloa Beach Resort. You're gonna have coming up in February, the uh, Division One Men's yep. Dennis Rose mm -hmm. Invitational, which is the top colleges from all over the country. Amorari. Uh, Amorari, yep. right, I'm sorry, not Dennis Rose, the Amorari. Invitational, but it's Division One schools, mm -hmm, yeah. again hosted by the University of Hawaii Hilo with uh, Coach Earl Tayama, mm -hmm. Tam Tamaya, Tamia, Tamia, Tamia. Tamia. <laughs> years, I still haven't quite gotten that down, That's Tamia. Right. <laughs> and um, so, and you have a lot of uh, Hawaii State Junior Golf Association events, Big mm -hmm. Island Junior Golf. Yep. Um, oh, you're going to have the team play coming up pretty soon. Yeah, come and, November 11th and 12th. Okay, it's, tell uh, us about that. Yeah, so it's a new tournament that. Um, myself and and kevin and some of the staff have started that of course, kevin ganoza the director of golf mm -hmm. and your your associates you've got steven um, yeah i've got steven who's Ste another apprentice Steven's starting last name? up uh steven winchester who's a fine player a great mm -hmm. high school player and yeah he okay. played with uh kamehameha, kamehameha schools. schools yeah mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we're we're starting a new tournament for clubs that are registered through Hawaii State Golf Association okay. and have gen numbers that uh, they can all come out here, uh, sign up through us, a two-day tournament. Uh, they create an eight-man team from their club. Okay. Everybody has to be registered in their club, have a gen number, and then they compete to see who's the top club on the island of Hawaii. Oh, that's a nice, because there's a lot of clubs here on the big there island. Is, so this yeah. is a big island this club is championship. Just big, yeah, okay. yeah. And when uh, when Jordan talks about a gen number, he's talking about a handicap, you know, and yeah. I've, I have friends that I was, I've been surprised to find out they don't have a handicap. Right. They, I'm like, what? Well, you know what, for 20 bucks, you can register at any golf course, mm-hmm. and yeah. when you when you play, you turn in your score, and it evens the playing field for everybody. It it's does. only fair to everyone, particularly if you're out there playing in charity events. Yeah, and some of these people I found out didn't have a handicap. You know, play <laughs> right. at a charity event. I don't. I don't know how they get in or how they do it, but it's yeah. just a really fair way to play, and it's it's a playful way to be playing golf right. because yeah. it does even the playing field puts, for yeah. everybody. But like, you yeah, know? exactly, it puts everybody even playing field. You but want all these events to be fun and competitive, right. you know, yeah. but most of all fun, and they're more fun when everybody's you know got a handicap. Yeah. And, and well, plays. and then the the thing too is that a lot of these clubs will have their own handicapping system. Oh, really? So okay. And so that's why we really only made it for this year, at least for clubs registered through Hawaii State. Because then they'd have a gin handicap. Because then they'd have to have the gin handicap. Okay. So it leveled it that way. But there are clubs that were interested in playing in that, but they didn't have the registration through HSGA. So I, you know, so I had to tell them, well, this year we're not going to be doing that. But yeah. That's something we might approach. Uh, we might approach later on. So. And uh, so that's you know that's kind of a good thing because you're even getting encouraging people to become members of yeah. the Hawaii uh, Hawaii State Golf Association. Right. Yeah. Get get your number. Get like you said. Get as a, even as a team. Field, yeah. And, yeah. Which opens up. Well, that I love that. The, so it's called the um, Big Island Team. Well, it's, uh, technically club it's, championship. Yeah, Hawaii Island Golf Club Championship. Okay, and it's going to be at Waikoloa Beach Kings Course. Kings Course. And November eleventh and twelfth, which is a Saturday. And Sunday? Uh, Friday, Saturday. A Friday and a Saturday. That's why we should always put the days of the weeks when we're talking about events. <laughs> right, there we go. Okay, so it's on a Friday and a Saturday, November 11th and 12th. And 12th yes. Yeah, days of the week. Hey, Kevin. So that's Kevin Ganozzi. He's heading out there. They're going to have the ceremonies pretty soon for the, the, the Dennis Rose Invitational. And what else haven't we covered? Let's cover the uh, multiple rounds for visitors. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the, the resort's been really busy. And how was your day today? Wonderful. Did you? Yeah. And where are you from? Where are you from? Australia. Oh, did you? So you played the Kings or the Beach Course today? Uh, Kings. Kings the Beach yesterday. And the, oh, so you got the whole picture. <laughs> yeah, two, got the two, whole two, picture. What's the word? Two great courses? What's your, your model here? Uh, two extraordinary courses. One great experience. One great experience. Yeah. yeah. So you had a beautiful yeah, day we, today, we huh? Played at Waikoloa Village on, and stayed at Paniola uh-huh. uh, a couple of years ago, and, and um, came down here. And isn't it great? The clubhouse and the was restaurant. A, yeah. Our daughter was in university at, at Hilo, so we've been over before. And she went to the university. Yeah. Of Hilo? Well, what years was that? How long ago? Two, three. What year were you in? Oh, in so you went to university. Did you come here? What's your name? Fiona. Oh, so yeah. you were at University of Hawaii Hilo. Did you yes, play in this Dennis Rose Invitational no, a few years no, ago? Okay. I didn't, no. But how nice did you know what was going on this weekend? No, or? we actually knew yesterday fun. by one of the men whose well, dad like was a, talking to his daughter from like Idaho. A, like a, a, a class reunion, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, right. Oh, Isn't that sweet? Great. So, <laughs> and are you living back in Australia now? Yes, are you? Yes. Well, I'd love to live back here. She's a geologist in <laughs> a Australia. Geologist. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back to the Big Island Thank and you. to your alma mater, University yeah. of Hawaii at Hilo, the Vulcans. Exactly. 
Yeah. She, she really gets it when she looks around at the mountain. <laughs> and, you know, and, and how did you happen to come to the University of Hawaii, Lo, being from Australia? Yeah, okay. from my university, which was Townsville, JCU, northern uh-huh. Queensland, where we studied geology, okay. the mining geology, so I got a scholarship. And to Queensland, I loved it. Oh, I did the right. bungee jump years ago. Oh, yeah. right, okay, that's right. Well, that when, was it was first, when it first started, yeah. yeah well, welcome back. Thank you. you okay, nice take you. care. So, Becky, you got a, a minute or two? You talk a little bit about what, what you're going to, you're going to be taking pictures, Becky? Becky Ryan, who is the uh, uh, sales and marketing administrative uh, manager out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort. She's got her camera on her shoulder, so we're going to get some good pictures, I know, of the presentation. That lady was, uh, she played with the University of Hawaii. She's from Australia and played a couple years ago oh, wow. with the University of Hawaii. So that was kind of fun for them to be here and play in the courses. Exactly. So, Becky, um, gosh, there's always so much going on here at Waikoloa Beach Resort. I see a lot of posts you have about the King's Club. Mm-hmm. So just for those people out there looking for properties at the Waikoloa Beach Resort, the King's Club is a wonderful way for property owners to uh, take advantage of some great rates, uh, golf rates, not only for themselves, but for people they might rent their condos to. Right, exactly. Just everything. Too. Puts them out in front. With yeah. all of the condos that we have and hotel rooms and timeshare units that are available, it's something that will give them something to put out there and let them set up ahead time. So if anybody wants to know about it, get in touch with Becky at 886-5172. But better yet, stop in the golf shop and ask for Becky. Yes, you know, Particularly if you're a realtor out there or even even someone looking for property, come in and ask Becky about the Mm -hmm. King's Club. Because it's one of those amenities that I'm a realtor, and I think it's a huge amenity. It's every bit as much of an amenity, the King's Club, as taking someone to the beach and showing them a bay or Omalu Bay. I mean, because it's another whole different. Uh, entertainment and recreational aspect of being a homeowner at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Mm -hmm. And more than that, for the visitors, those people that might be listening online and across the country, if you're looking for condos and you're a golfer, head to, you know, uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort, Golf and and Kings, the the, the golf uh, website. Yep, and we've got stay-and-play packages on there that show all of the different units that are members of the Kings Club, and then they get the um, an extra great rate, which is much better than what the average person and, would pay. And it just narrows down your search to, you know, if you're a exactly. golfer, you narrow it down to where you're going to get a good rate as a as a um, visiting mm-hmm. uh, enthusiastic golfer. Right. <laughs> you right. know, if you're staying at Waikoloa Beach Resort in one of those condos, the discounts are considerable. I won't get into the numbers, but I can tell you they're considerable. Right. Plus uh, yeah. access to the driving range, discounted merchandise, and just a lot of nice amenities. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're going to drift out and catch the ceremonies for the uh, Dennis Rose Invitational. It was the University of Hawaii Hilo. And we've been talking with Jordan Roth, assistant pro at Waikoloa Beach Resort, and Becky Ryan, the uh, sales and marketing uh, administrator, yeah. and uh, <laughs> many other hats I've discovered since I've been doing a lot of work with Becky. So they all wear a lot of hats out here. And one of them is one with aloha. <laughs> Lots yeah. of aloha out here. So while we're just waiting for the ceremonies to get underway here, I'm going to ask uh, Becky Ryan about a couple other things. A couple of my favorite programs out at the uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort. Actually, we're standing in the uh, courtyard, would you call this the courtyard? The Rotunda. The Rotunda at the clubhouse at the Waikoloa Beach Resort, uh, Kings and Beach Course. And and what's here is it's the golf shop, the Beach and Kings Golf Shop. There's the My Grill by Chef Chef Alan Hess, which is fantastic. And I've had um, recent people recently who have been here who hadn't been before. And I think the new entrance to the resort 
yes. is making you right here kind More of the heartbeat of Waikoloa Beach Resort. And well that it should be because the Mai Grill is fantastic. Uh, whether it's poo-poos or breakfast or what or dinner Thursdays through Sunday. But one of the programs I did want to talk about, I got a little off track there, but it is a wonderful grill, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's very it's really, good. They've really just good. changed the menu up again, and they also did um, remodeling on the inside. So we've got a new bar, we've got new wines, new beers. Um, it's really looking good in there. It's, new it serves such a great purpose. I mean, everybody loves to go grab something to eat and a drink after they play golf. And, you know, to know that that place is, you know, doesn't close up early and right. that you're going to be able to linger if you want. But, Becky, the uh, family golf day, speaking of going somewhere afterwards, you know, as a family, family golf days is, uh, used to just be a summer program. You've got it year-round right, right now or it's continuing into the into the uh, fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, every day after 3.30 p.m. On the King's course. And children are only $25 with complimentary rental clubs. Um, juniors are basically considered from 6 to 17 years of age and through 17. And then also adults are only $50 with a $25 rental. And nine holes. It's a nine-hole mm-hmm. uh, availability. And it's perfect because families can go do other things. And it's not so tedious. Nine holes is just enough for the parents, just enough for the, for the players. Right. And it's a good, good time because then people aren't ho- we're not holding anybody up. A right. lot of players are afraid of that when they bring their kids out. But it's the perfect family And it's designed for that. For that. Exactly. And it's, there's nothing more fun than seeing kids riding in that cart with their parents. Mm-hmm. They like that better than playing golf, I think. But it's a really special program. And it allows families to go back to their hometowns and talk about playing golf in Hawaii. They were able to get the free junior rental clubs for the kids and just a nice set of clubs for the adults. Mm-hmm. And the clubs for the kids are great, too. They are, they are nice, but shape. I mean, yeah. for I, an yeah. adult, I use the rental clubs out of the driving range here yeah. all the time. I pull them out of the bag that you have out of the driving range because they're good clubs. And, yes. You know, I mean, yeah. I like my clubs, but it's nice to use and try to other clubs. So people that are worried, oh, I want my own clubs. These are nice rentals. So again, it's after 3.30 every day, nine home opportunity for for juniors and their parents or accompanying an adult $25 for the juniors, 50 for the adults and uh, come out and enjoy the amenities, it's wonderful, you know the putting green, the chipping green, hit some balls then head out for a, a nice evening Right. Yeah, yep. and got we've got like, multi-round packages going on right I now, I love that, so, I was yeah, figuring that out two, last night, like three rounds of golf is under, under is $299 $299, it's under $300 yeah. so yeah, it's a $385 nice, for uh, four rounds, and a discount in the golf shop and other amenities, yes, exactly Okay, great. Well, I think we're going to get underway here. Thank you. So that's kind of a wrap-up of things that are going on here at Waikoloa Beach Resort for the moment until a little later today. But as they get ready to give the awards here at the Dennis Rose Intercollegiate Kings Course out on the Kohala Coast. I think we uh, got a nice update on everything that's going on out here at Waikoloa Beach Resort at the golf course. I briefly mentioned the new entrance to uh, the Waikoloa Beach Resort. It's right across from uh, Waikoloa Road that goes into Waikoloa Village, and it's it's really changed the whole nature of the Waikoloa Beach Resort, um, which is a master plan community. Scott Head, the VP of Resort Operations, was just out here a few minutes ago. We'll get together with him because this is a huge project probably half a year in the making and a stoplight a totally different entrance so there's two entrances now into Waikoloa Beach Resort it just shows what a residential and visiting community visitor community Waikoloa Beach Resort has become over the years I've I've been involved working out here for years from 20 years or more and uh, like doing the PR for the, the King's 
shopping center now the Queen's Marketplace is, is a huge centerpiece of the of the resort but at that time when that first was open there wasn't a gas station here you couldn't even find phones <laughs> this was before cell phones but it's always been a master plan community and they've done a really nice job with it as it's grown and and all the great shopping at the Queen's Marketplace and around the community has been fantastic good for good for those of us I lived in Kailua Kona for many years now I'm in Waikoloa Village and Waikoloa Beach Resort is a it really services a lot of the needs that uh, we all have that live up in the north end here I tend to use the uh, King's Driving Range a lot and I use the Chipping Green um, I love it I, it's always nice evenings out here and I uh, just love Waikoloa Beach Resort yourself and uh, the wind didn't tear you up too much. Okay, first of all I'd like to thank Kevin Ginoza who's uh, right behind everybody. He's a uh, head golf professional here and his staff. He's been enjoying and for the fantastic job they did in hosting us. We do it every year and we're very grateful for all that they do for us. We're also grateful for all the teams that come every year. And so thank you for coming all the way from wherever you came. Uh, just to let you know, if you're interested in coming next year, the tournament is always the last Sunday is the last Sunday of October is the practice round. And then we play Monday and Tuesday. And if the, the men's team normally plays Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And if they cancel, they will probably change it to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 18 holes every day. And that way you guys can go to the beach every afternoon, which would be nice. That's the way the D1 tournament in February we play in the morning. But, okay, the results for the individual title, it was Paige Kemp from Stetson University. <laughs> Academy of Art. So, Jim DeMello, you know, what a what a nice turnout you had. Uh, the, the teams from across the country, as far away as Florida, Florida for the yeah. Dennis Rose Intercollegiate here at the King's Course. And uh, once again, you had some very windy weather the first first day, but today was a beautiful day, and yeah. all the ladies seemed to have a, yeah, the, a wonderful time. The practice round was sort of windy. And then it died down yesterday when we played 36 holes, and it came up today again. So scores were much better yesterday. Well, today. last year your team uh, were tied for first, for first place, yeah. but you had some seniors leaving, and, yeah, and you've got I a had, young team here, but they're eager. And yeah. They, it looks like they all played, uh, you know, got improved yeah. as they went along through yeah, the couple our, of days. See, the thing about it is our team score from last year has improved. Because my four and five players have improved. Isn't that so interesting? Your team scores yeah. from last year they won the whole they were they tied for the whole we'll team think. championship, but the team score this year was actually better, better than, than last, last year. year. That just shows the caliber of play right. that's yeah. happening yeah. at this level. And then the, the the idea that 
my four and five have improved okay. so that when you play a team team for the for the women especially it's what you count as the four score because they count four out of five okay. scores so when you count a 82 or 83 makes a big difference versus a 87 or a 88 okay, that's and interesting. so okay. you always look at what the four, fourth score was okay so if you have a a strong four and five player you can always slide in there. See there, they right. can have that exactly. round that makes the difference. Makes the difference between yeah. first and last place. First something. and last yeah. place. Yeah. And a little bit about some of your players, Andy Agawa. I talked with her earlier. She's okay. a junior, right? She's a junior okay. out of Waikia High School. Okay. And then I have a freshman, Christina Locke, okay. out of Maui High School, uh-huh. who should be will develop into a good player. Okay. And then uh, Aaron Costas. Aaron Costas is a redshirt freshman from. Uh, Irvine, California. Okay, and then Mariah. Mariah's a uh, junior. Pasati. Uh, Paesti. Not a Kauai. Okay. Eli Eli Kauai. And then Kili's from uh, Waikia. Kili's from Waikia. That's so, so Kili Katamura. Katamura. So Jim, how long have you been the, the coach for the University of Hawaii Hilo Vulcans women's golf team? Since we started the program in 2004. Wow, the program's only been around that long. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? And kudos to the the volunteers and the parents that are so supportive. My goodness, because these are long days when they come out here, both as parents and volunteers. Same with all of you. So some some thanks to, of course, Waikolo Beach Resort does such a great job. And my volunteer cooks down. Who's that? My volunteer cooks that cook. Oh, yeah, they were cooking. Yeah, they cook dinner Sunday. They cook... um, Monday night, and they cook lunch today. And who are some of your cooks? My, uh, I have the head baseball coach is my, is one of my cooks. And who is that? Kale Miyataki, Coach okay. Kale Miyataki. Okay, isn't that nice? And then I have some other community people that They come down and spend the whole day. Because as the host of the event, you wear a lot of hats. All yeah, of right. Making sure everybody has a long. good time. Just yeah. like thinking about how to make it a three-day yeah. place so kids they can go to the yeah. beach in the afternoons. Yeah. Well, exactly. Jim Donella, the, the coach at the University of Hawaii, uh, Hilo, the Vulcans women's golf team, once again, they hosted a fine tournament. And uh, it was nice to see your own players actually pretty excited about about having been out here. Is this the, this is the second event of the season? or uh, did This you have is one? our third, third. third tournament of the season. Okay, and how many do you have? We the, have four in the fall and six in the spring. Okay, and will they travel much? A couple yeah, of them we said are, they really enjoy week, the traveling. We were just in the state of Washington last week. Okay. And so we and next week we'll be at Manoa's tournament at Lelahu. So Conference. that takes a lot because they've got to keep up with their academics. Academics. And, 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 wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, best uh, luck to you throughout Thank the you. year, through the season. And uh, let's see, who's that out there? Academy of Arts. They were the winners. Academy that's of Arts. That's the winning, the winning team. team. Okay, great. All right, Jim DeMello, nice, nice to chat with you, Jim. Thank you. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Well, I'm standing right outside the, the golf shop, and uh, I'm watching Darwin, the uh, guest attendant. Oh, they're busy. Wow, they're busy. But it's an absolutely gorgeous day, and people are chattering, and uh, they obviously had a busy morning. There's a lot of carts coming in, and they're packing up everything, but just as uh, Coach DeMello had mentioned, where they were barbecuing for all the teams. There's always a lot going on here at Waikolo Beach Resort. They they have with both courses. They have a lot of team, you know, a lot of uh, outside groups and local groups, and just a just a busy, busy place. So I always enjoy coming over here, being a part of the activities, and I feel very uh, 
grateful to Waikolo Beach Resort for their longtime support of the Emily T. Gale and for all the many years I've been able to do some work out here with Waikolo Beach Resort and watch the community grow and evolve, which is going to happen with time. And uh, just glad I was a part of it in the old days and glad to continue being a part of all the good energy out here at Waikolo Beach Resort here on the Kohala Coast. And um, just want to mention, you know, I've got my bike in my, my van today. I'm going to be taking a bike ride, and uh, it's a wonderful place to take a bike ride if you don't want to get out on the highway. You find an easy three- to five-mile track out here right on the resort with bike lanes. And uh, Bike Works Beach and Sport is out at the Queen's Marketplace right across from Center Court where there's entertainment almost daily and just about every kind of restaurant you want or, or sh- shopping. And um, just a just a, a great place for multi activities, recreation. The A Bay and Omalo Bay is a wonderful place for uh, ocean sports and just going to the beach. All right here in the confines of Waikoloa Beach Resort Master Plan Community that has uh, done a nice job of really integrating into our Big Island community and becoming the gathering place of the Kohala Coast. So it's the Emily TKL Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. So I'm sitting in the my grill, just waiting for uh, Chef Alan Hess. He's they've had a full lunch crowd here today, and he's uh, fixing up the tables again for the the second round of people coming in for lunch and. And uh, it's a busy place here at the Migro, which is really nice to see. And I happen to run into uh, a, a wonderful person who I'm a fan of, and his name is Blake Nakagawa. He's Blake, yeah. He's, and he's, uh, he's about six years old now, I five. think. He's five years five, old. Yeah. But I just ran into his dad. Yeah. His dad's Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. And what's your wife's name? Miho. Miho. And then uh, Blake has a sister, right? Uh, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Chloe. Okay, so <laughs> one of my favorite things to do... Um, at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai every year is to get to see Blake and Chloe and his parents. Usually they've come from the Manalani Resort where they have the junior program, but Blake hasn't been able to play in that little tournament because he's too young, but he's good enough to play in it. uh, Yeah, he plays in the 69 division. So Blake is uh, here at my grill. Um, He's a, a, a wine salesman. No, right? Blake is Blake. I'm, I'm he, Kylie. Yeah. Kylie, yeah, yeah. Blake's father. So I'm here every week. So he's here, and, and it was a nice surprise to walk in and, and see him here. And uh, so give me a little update on Blake. I mean, uh, he's doing well. I've got to uh, post. I have so many videos of okay, him. I need to post on YouTube. He's so wonderful. Um, he did good this year. I think he's he won six tournaments since the last time I saw you last okay. year. Uh, he plays in the six and under division for the Big Island Junior Golf Program. And that's sponsored by Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi yeah. Big Island Candies does yeah, a lot of yeah, right. yeah, and then um, he's gonna play in his first U.S. Kids event, which is a uh, nationwide uh, in November because they they just incorporated a six and under division as really? well. Really, and where's that gonna be? It, they're all in Honolulu, unfortunately. The nine, I, th- I think there's about nine tournaments within a twelve uh-huh. week span. So we're gonna be. I don't know if we're gonna make all yeah. of them. But we're gonna try. Yeah, so that's the tough the part about one. being on the outer island. It of is, course, yeah. you know, Mary V. Porter King does everything she can to space yeah, those tournaments she, out yeah, and around the yeah. island, but that is always a a drawback for Outer Island it players. Is, yeah, and so. that's what the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association does, and they try to raise funds so that players can mm-hmm. get over 
other terms, but it's always a it's a big one for parents, whether they're parents of surfers or golfers or what. Yeah, especially tough. when you do it in you know in sure. two, I, two and a half. I was a months. junior golfer, so I remember yeah. my parents trying to get me to the national all juniors over, yeah. in Albany, New York, or yeah. I played a lot of national junior events at the time. We're gonna try, we'll see what yeah. happens. And then so uh, tell me now Chloe is she is still interested in playing and Chloe doesn't go, she's a competitive hula dancer, so she practices okay. she dances uh, with a uh, halal in Kona. Uh-huh. And she practices six days. You know when they they just finished the competition two weeks ago in Hilo. Okay. And they did, they cleaned. Uh, they got second place oh, wow. in their division. Okay. But so she loves doing that. She loves that. it. Yeah. And tell me, how did Blake get started in playing golf? Was it uh, the junior program well, or following you around? He started when he was three years old. Actually, okay. he picked it up and he had a natural swing. You know, I didn't do much to tinker with it, but. But you were a golfer. Or I golf. Okay, I'm a, so I'm a, he was around you. It was a good way to get my wife to let me go play if I took my son on, my okay. two-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> I could go play, you know, once a week all right. or so. And where do you play? I play all over. You know, I, I'm fortunate enough to sell wine and liquor to all the resorts. So. Okay, so you can play yeah, yeah, I play, okay. I, I play in practice. But over in Hilo, because there's so many great players that come out of Hilo. There is, and I think part of it is because there's some, you know, there's Muni and, and Nailo where they can play for, you know, right. it's affordable. Right. Here it's a little harder. You know, so Kevin Hayashi. Kevin Hayashi There's so many job. wonderful players. But, you know, if you live in Kona... I guess Makale and, yeah. and, and right. you know, Kona Country just reopened. So, so uh, does Blake play with them with the Big Island Junior Golfers? He plays they with let them, him yep. play with them. Who teaches that? Who, who handles the, the Big Island Junior Golfers? Uh, well, they're, I'd say 90% of them come from Hilo. Okay. So he, he plays with me. We play once a week, and then we pr- try to practice at least once or twice a week. We live in Keho, uh-huh. so we go down to Kona Country. Oh, you do? I live in oh, Kona, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, born right. and raised in Kona, yeah. yeah. So we go out to Kona Country Club. At least we try to get out there once a week. Yeah. You know, we'll is that, I was just going to call them and see if the chipping green behind the it's clubhouse is still Hello? open for yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to practice there Don't all the time. tell because we usually have the place to ourselves. Yeah, to. I love that in the evenings. <laughs> I used to go down there yeah. in the evenings. That's good to know. Okay, just like out here at the Kings Golf Course, this is a nice chipping facility. Yep, yep. Late in the evening, you know, at the end of the workday, and just come out and chip for 30 minutes. It, it makes helps. a difference yep. in the game. And, you know, even watching these players here at the Dennis Rose Invitational, you see what a different caliber of, of, of play. And, and a lot of it comes right down to that short game. A short game, yeah, inside 100 yards. Yeah. Exactly. And does he like practicing and work and playing? You know, he loves to, yeah. So um, we practice oh, at least once a week and then try to get out and play nine holes once uh-huh. a week as well. So. Great. Well, I'm glad to run into you. you know, I'm out here a lot practicing. And oh, yeah? Howard, we've talked about playing yeah. for probably 10 years, and we've never played. <laughs> so maybe someday I get out we'll with get you, out. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here practicing. I probably don't play four to six rounds a year. Really? But I, I love it. You know, I'm still keeping my game pretty sharp. sharp. I tried for the LPGA years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I, I quit. That was I grew up being a junior mm-hmm. golfer and a good player. and tried for the LPGA and then I quit for about 20 years when I moved out here to Hawaii I got involved doing PR for the resorts and nobody was really doing that Mm -hmm. and it was really a wonderful thing for me to slide into because that's what I do and and uh, from that I picked up playing golf and in 1998 when Palmer won I think it was 98 when he won the senior skins Uh I told his partner Ed Say I was so excited and motivated. I'm going to start playing golf again. And I started playing. I went out and played some events on the Futures Tour. Really? Which is now the, um, uh, what do they call it on the LPGA, the developmental tour? Um, uh, uh, Simon X or no, the uh, Symmetra Tour. Symmetra. Symmetra, okay. Yeah. And, uh, but at the time that it was the Futures Tour, you know, the reason I was able to play on it, now you've got to be a good enough player to be on the LPGA player to play on that tour on the Symmetra Tour, but at the time I played in 1998, it was just a tour that they just, just give us, send us your entry fee and you can play. uh, And you know, within a couple of years, I was so happy to see that when the LPGA 
uh, uh, grabbed that as their developmental tour because the lady that had been working on it so hard for so many years, which is really nice to see that tour not fold and become the developmental tour for the LPGA. And boy, has it ever. <clears throat> the quality of play is... is um, yeah, so that... Uh, but I always qualify it by saying the only reason I was able to play was because it wasn't part of the LPGA yet, and they just wanted people to play and send an entry entry awesome. fees. They, you know, so I mean, I was hitting five woods to the green when the the people I was playing with were hitting seven irons. <laughs> but I, I gave it a little shot again, you know. So I, every time I'm out here and watching people like Sean Mayakawa practice and. I always say, you know, it doesn't matter what age we're at. We're still working to become, yeah. you know, the player we wish we could be. Yeah. You know, it's it's, I, I go through stages. I just went through about three months where I didn't practice at all or hit any balls. I was working a lot and doing other things. And then I come back to it and I, I, well, I get the bug again. I get the bug yeah. and I come over and I hit balls three, four nights a week and love it. And that's what's it, why it's such a great game is you can play it, you know, you can go out and play with people that are any age at all, whether it's play with Blake and he's probably going to get together. We'll I would love that Let's very that. much. When you come out here, that's what I mean. Like when you're coming out and you see Howard or something, or we'll you hook up. My, number. my number's in your phone. I put okay. it in there last year. Okay, so. we'll, we'll look it up. I'm sure I do. Yeah. And uh, that would be good. It would be good for me because the guys always tease me here when I go out to play. This is your cell phone, right? Yeah. Okay. When I go out to practice, uh, they always tease me. Like, when are you going to go out on the golf course? But I like that little, I just take an hour yeah, and hit yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. always feels good. So it's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPN hawaii.com and uh really really fun to run into blake nakakawa that's how i remember is blake he's five years old now right just turned five two weeks ago five years old and not only is a great little golfer but he's a great little kid with a whole lot of energy and spirit and i just i just love seeing him so do you bring him out here at all uh once in a while Uh Uh, it's just so much easier in town yeah right okay great well well, yeah great to see you all right see you too and we're gonna get a chance to talk with Chef Alan Hess here. Talk a little bit about my grill. I mean, so you're out here. Uh, you know, they're one of your uh, your vendor for them, it's one a, of your accounts, and a big one, I'm sure. We do pretty An important well one yep, because it's an important ingredient to the Waikoloa Beach Resort, the whole community. You know, the gathering spot of the Kohala Coast mm-hmm. isn't just the Queen's Marketplace; it's the whole Waikoloa Beach house. Resort. Yeah, um, I like Alan. I've known Alan for years. You know, he's a. Uh, um, in my opinion, I think he's one of the most talented chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like you know on this side of the in the resort area of the Big Island, and, and, and were um, you working with him before when he was at another facility? Yeah, I've known, I've followed him for years, you know, for the last seven or eight years when he was up at um, the, uh, the Fish and the Hog, and even prior from when he was at Alan Wong's, I've known um, Alan for a while. He used okay. to be at the Four Seasons, oh, Alan Wong's. Yeah. yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, I, I just give anybody a whole lot of credit that steps out and becomes an entrepreneur and yep, gives it a exactly, shot. I've worked yeah. for myself all my life, and uh, we're a breed of our own, you know. <laughs> we, we know a lot of failure, yep, <laughs> you know. Yep. We're always having to kind of rise up from things that didn't work as well as we might have thought and be ec- ecstatic about the things that do work. And mm-hmm. Alan has really given it every bit of effort Definitely. here the last couple yep. of years, and he's just remodeled in here. It's gorgeous. It's nice to see. Here it is, what is it, like 2 o'clock or something, and it's... It's a full, full, full dining room. I mean, this is fantastic to see this kind of traffic in here and well-deserved. Yeah, I think he's a great... I think he cooks outside of the box and he doesn't stick to the norm, you know, as a you know, Big Island Coalico chef. He, you know, he, well, he does goat and he does, you know, makes his own meats and bacon. So. Uh-huh. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because the bacon, I mean... The bacon is incredible. It is. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's got its own reputation out it does, there, right? Yeah. But when you mentioned about using other 
other kinds of uh, meats and and the way he cooks his fish and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's not so far out there that someone who's a fairly simple right. eater, it's not unrecognizable. Which I am. I'm kind of a traditional eater, but I've had a couple of things here that were. I was like, wow, is that good? I had a quesadilla recently. I don't know what, what was in it. Maybe it was pork and quesadilla or something. Yeah, Whatever probably, it was, yeah. it was delicious. And they have a great happy hour. Yep. Great yeah. happy hour, great lunch, great sandwiches, mm-hmm. uh, good beer selection. And uh, serving breakfasts, something and that's breakfast. really hard to find on the Kohala Coast Definitely. where you can slide in easily, grab a breakfast, and then and then leave. You know, yep. that it's not a whole big production. It's easy to park out here at the My Grill, right in the, the golf clubhouse uh, for the Kings and Beach course. It makes for a great setting. It's the, the rotunda and the clubhouse. They just had the... Nice job. Yeah. It looks more... Uh, what is it? Homey like or something? Yeah, more... Uh, yeah, I guess you could say homey. It doesn't have that old school Ca- golf clubhouse feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. really... It's got a casual look to it, yep. but it's nice, clean, and, and simple, and... Very nice, and of course Howard. Howard's been out here as uh, he's a staple here. As, as the uh, what was it, manager or everything, a little manager, bit of everything, yeah. bar manager. And uh, we're looking at three nice sized TV screens, all with different things on it. Of course, the Cubs are going to start playing pretty soon. Yeah. The Cubs and the uh, Indians, and uh, it's got football going and a nice busy bar. And I love these uh, new chalkboards, chalkboard, huh? Chalkboard Where he can. The chalkboard menus, yeah, it's very. It's a really nice place. I remember when this facility opened. I don't know how many years ago it was, but I did the PR for it. Mm-hmm. It was run by the, the folks that run the Kings and uh, the Kona Inn at the time, Steve Fasanella oh, really? and them. Yeah. yeah, and that was a. And the, of course, the Waikoloa Beach Resort had opened it initially, but that's who was managing it. And it's been through a lot of different stages, so but I think is, they've yeah. hit on it now. I and so. and I say they, I think Chef Alan Hess has with the support of Waikoloa Beach Resort and Kevin Ganoza, the director of golf here at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Um, because at every golf course, it's really important to have a facility where people can go in and have a drink and something to eat after, the, after they play golf. But it isn't just for golfers. And it's a facility that's there for anybody that's visiting the resort. And that's what, that's what he's been able to do with it now is turn it into a... Uh, uh, just a nice gathering place, exactly. isn't it? So it's uh, My Grill by Chef Alan Hess. It's at Waikoloa Beach Resort here on the Kohala Coast. And um, there's two entrances now uh, to the Waikoloa Beach Resort, one right across from the Waikoloa Road and then a couple miles down as you come up the Queen Kahamano Highway. So uh, this, actually this clubhouse and the Chef uh, Alan Hess's My Grill is going to almost like the little heartbeat now. With, because of the location with so. the new opening. Yeah. yeah, I hope so, too. So, well, great to see you. To see My you. regards to all the family. And I, it's, it'll be no time. We'll be at the Mitsubishi Electric yeah, Championship. And I'll tell you, talk about people enjoying Blake. I, uh, <laughs> You know, I've got so many great pictures of Tom Watson with Blake. And all the players love him yeah. because he's so... Such he's, a personality. He's such a personality, <laughs> and he loves his golf, and he, he loves talking to the, the yeah, Champions golf. Tour players about it. He knows he what he's so talking happy. about. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Again, it's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Well, we'll catch Chef Hess another day, but uh, he was a busy a busy chef. <laughs> the, the dining room was full. That was about 3 o'clock, and then the very next day, I happened to be at my grill. That is where there was a presentation for the Aina Malu at Waikoloa Beach Resort, new uh, Big Island Resort home development. It's right on the intersection at Waikoloa 
Road and Queen K, Queen Kahamanu Highway that just opened up into Waikoloa Beach Resort. So there's an awful lot going out out at Waikoloa Beach Resort, part of the the master plan community, but it's going to be 340 homes, and they took us on tours and had a wonderful presentation and a nice food spread from Chef Alan Hess at My Grill. It worked out nicely. There was a big crowd there, a lot of realtors looking to see what's going on and um, some other things going on at Waikoloa Beach Resort just to kind of wrap it up is uh, Queen's Marketplace lots of entertainment all the time Um, the Bike Works Beach and Sport has their community bike rides every Tuesday morning and lots of rentals all different types of rentals from beach cruisers to high-end bikes and snorkel gear and everything else you could want for you know beach and sport so out at queen's marketplace i saw something somewhere where it's at a hundred hundred shops at waikoloa beach resort like when i started thinking about it that's a possibility i mean there's a lot going on at waikoloa beach resort so the gathering place of the koala coast no question in many ways so i appreciate uh working with waikoloa beach resort i have for many years probably 20 plus years in some fashion and i appreciate everybody listening to the emily t gale show here on espn hawaii.com aloha